welcome back to the Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Plorday, Jay. Join us as my co-host, the great blaring of horns in the distance, Z. How are you doing today, Z? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. That's good to hear. It's a fine December Sunday. The Bills are playing. That's true. Yep. What more could you ask for, really? Yeah. And throughout the podcast, when the game ends, we'll tell you what happened. Yeah. So, in, in case you're waiting for our show to tell you the results yeah, of the, the Bills f- game. Somehow. <laughs> in the future, when you listen to this. What a, no- what a nothing. I don't know how nonsensical that was until you said it. Nah, that's all right. As if it's news to them. Like, oh, what the Bills are going to do? Oh, God. They're going to talk about the... Oh, I <laughs> just put in the episode description and the results of the Bills game. <laughs> but it's the past for them. <sighs> Can you believe we're, like, frozen in time? In a lo- Yeah, kind of. In a way. Yeah, they'll try to talk to us and be like, no, I already know the results. Podcast, stop it. Which a not insignificant number of people who I knew who listened to this show have said to me that they've heard it and try to argue with me about a point I've made. And they go, oh, wait. They can't. They can't. This is past a jack. This jack doesn't exist anymore. And in that way, we're always right. Yeah. We've never been wrong. No one is here to tell us we're wrong. Except each other. But we'd never if do If we that. put up a unified front, No unbeatable. one can stop us. You can't argue. You yell at your phone all you want. You're getting nowhere. <laughs> I'm not listening. <laughs> go all on. Right, Tweet about it. Get the algorithm to favor us. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to t- see, that's actually, you could. You could you could tweet at us after the fact. And I'll start tweet ar- Twitter arguing with you. I've done it before. I'll do it again. God willing, he will. With I, got no problem. I got no problem with that. All right, Jack. Perfect. Let's move on what we're actually talking about after we do our requisite two-minute ramble. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about Willow today, one of our topics. The 1998, 1988, excuse me, Correct. Uh, Lucasfilm fantasy movie starring Warwick Davis. Um Directed by Ron Howard. Ron Howard. And, oh my God, what is his name? I had his name. I knew it. Whose name? The Top Gun guy. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. <sighs> and Val Kilmer. Story by George Lucas. By George Lucas. He wrote it. Real classic. Classic Lucas film production. It's honestly a wonder I've never actually uh, seen this film before this week. Because um, it is all those things. It is a George Lucas, Lucas film, everything, all that, right? Should be right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I never got around to it. But we have this week. And I think it's quite fun. I think it, it certainly is a fun movie. Uh, one of the things I'll obviously say is that watching it as a 21-year-old adult man uh, is like, well, this movie really isn't for me, but I can appreciate what it's going for. I think if I had watched it as a youngin, I think I would have had a lot of nostalgia for it. It's definitely got all the stuff you'd want in a, in a kid's movie. I don't think it's... I will say, though, I don't think it's overly sanitized, necessarily. No, no, but I, I just think it's just kind of like... You can see things coming, and it's not the plot. Yeah, it's the not, plot yeah. is, and I was reading that, like the even at the time, the plot was kind of criticized. It's not overly in depth, um, but yeah, I mean, the, it opens with Alora's mother being murdered, and then the the nursemaid also gets killed. So like, yeah, by dogs. Like that's first two things that happen, really. Yeah, it's so, pretty intense. And they're killing babies. They're killing babies. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a dungeon where women are giving birth. Oh yeah, it's kind of grim. It's full and, on. Like, there's some. They kill some characters throughout, so it's not. Yeah, it's not super super afraid to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's one of those things, like I always say, with death itself in a in a movie isn't necessarily it's it's all about how a movie treats it. Yeah, it's really because it because even like Star Wars, right? Like a, technically speaking, like whatever three billion people die in Star Wars, but you don't really linger on it in the same way, and so it's not given the same weight that like. And then some movies, you have one person die, and you're like literally, you know, the movie does it right. You're literally crying about it, right? Kind of yeah. Like, so it's also like in the Star Wars example. You can't comprehend three billion. That's true. It's like a That's, like a yeah. point of no return or d- diminishing returns. There is kind of yeah. We're like I can imagine t- watching ten people blow up in a boat. You're like oh that's ten people, but three billion. 
Like, well, yeah. When, when you watch somebody like get stabbed or shot or something in a movie, and then they like are dying in their loved one's arms. That's that's pretty. But then it's just like, oh, that's a planet that disappeared. So, so did anything? Yeah, did anything really happen? <laughs> it's kind of an abstract. I get what you mean. But mm-hmm. Yeah. So like. It doesn't really linger on it too much, as much as it could to be like, oh my god, that nursemaid was just torn apart by dogs. <laughs> but it happens there, kind of. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, so the the plot of this movie, pretty much, is that Alora Dannon Dan- Dan- is this prophesized child who will defeat the evil witch queen. And, uh, yeah, and so the she's born with a mark, and the nurse saves her and takes her away and sends her down the river like Moses. And then she's found by the Hobbit equivalents in this world, who are actually portrayed by uh, little, actual little people and not just sh- Martin Freeman looking short, um, which I thought <laughs> it's was true. They're not doing. I like, thought was a nice. It's not all camera tricks. Is yeah, it? <laughs> I thought that was pretty. I'd say reasonably progressive for 1988 at least. Yeah, a I guess so. Dwarf factors being to be the the Newland New. That's what they're calling it, right? Yeah, Newlands or whatever. Um, yeah, so we got Willow is obviously. Work Davis is our main character, Willow. He's there, and he's got his wife and kids, and basically he's like, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta take care of this baby. Guess I'm the reluctant hero. Oh, here I go being the reluctant <laughs> hero again. Because, <laughs> again, the story is by George Lucas. He didn't, he doesn't have the actual, like, someone adapted it or has the actual screenwriting credit, but he has the story. Um, and he's a big fan of that. Like, love the hero of a thousand faces. That's his whole thing. Yeah, so Joseph Campbell and all that. This is very much that. Um and so in that way, it is kind of like tropey or whatever you'd want to call it and leaning into the, the classic archetypes, but nothing wrong with that. No. There's a reason they've done it a million times. Because it works. There's it a works reason that hero has so many faces. That's right. That's right. They don't, so, they don't go hero of four faces. They don't just do it four times. His whole thing is like, he wants to be a wizard, but can't because he doesn't believe in himself enough, yeah. mostly. Also, magic just kind of, I feel like some points, and also in the show, which we'll get to, I feel like they play weird with magic like sometimes the magic is very real and very strong and other times it's not it's like charlatan tricks it's kind of like lord of the rings though almost kind of yeah but like magic's kind of weird and nebulous and hard and it's like what is what even is it what are we doing yeah because like at one point before rilla goes in his quest the like king was or the leader who's like a wizard the high his, old one high old one in his village it's like i'll consult the bones and he throws a bunch of bones on the ground and him and will look at him and he's like the bones aren't actually doing anything <laughs> i'm just bullshitting here it's, i'm just buying myself a little time he goes do you do you like do you want to do this and he's like i guess i'll do it he goes all right cool and he's like and the and the bones told me but then right before they leave he throws an apple into the air turns into a bird and flies <laughs> away so it's like i don't know yeah i like that i like that was a funny joke yeah uh yeah i get what you mean but it's like there's also the wand and stuff, though. There is definitely real magic. It's yeah. It's just a matter of... Is that ethereal being? It is kind of like, you believe in yourself. Yeah, there's like the queen, the fairy wizard lady, or whatever she is. And the one, lady who is like a... She's like the good witch. A, and then there's like, yeah. The, the possum lady yeah. who was a bird and then a goat. So you got... There's, there's all kind of stuff going on. Um, then as, as you alluded to, we also got our the other main main character. This is Val Kilmer as Mad Mardigan. Um, and he's great. Yeah. I, I thought he was fun. He's in a cage for a bit. Yeah, what a good time. They keep saying, like, slurs at the new oh, yeah, one. What do they call him? They call him Pex. Pex, yeah. I, I, I guess I knew that it was Val Kilmer, but I kind of forgot. And when we watched, when I was watching this, and it was, I was like, wait, is that Val Kilmer in that cage? <laughs> yeah, I saw his name in the credits. I was like, Val Kilmer's in this movie? I was like, oh my god, he's one of the main guys? I didn't I didn't realize. Well, that's good. That's a great time. What fun. Oh, I love yeah. Val Kilmer. Love Val Kilmer in this era. Good on him. Um, He does good. So he's like your, he's like your Han Solo type, isn't he? 
Yeah. He's even more reluctant here. He's not he's about like, your your war. Yeah, because he's like a he's like a rogue, and he's 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 in prison for for being a thief or whatever. But he's probably got a heart of gold, doesn't he? He's a swordsman and something. Yeah, he's the best swordsman in the world or whatever. That's fun. But then he's like <laughs> he's like dressing up as a woman to hide from a wrathful husband. <laughs> at one point, I was like, why wouldn't you just leave, Mad Mardigan? Like, why? Yeah, this like it, it <laughs> took you way more time to disguise yourself as a woman in in this lady's clothes to like elude. His, his anger then it would have to just left like, yeah, why didn't leave. you just leave promptly <laughs> who would have su- seen you clearly you have scrupulous morals so like why do you care if you're there when her husband gets back like what are you gonna you're there to defend her or you just leave you just go home mm-hmm. you're like all right well if, if... i've done my duty <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've done my my part of this i'm gonna head out now good luck because you're only you're court in disaster at that point yeah exactly it just but, all it know. takes is one Foul move like happens here, and then he's like, "Wait a minute, you're not a woman at all." Yeah, even though how can I tell he's not a woman? You can. He's, he's very, he, he still had the mustache. Yeah, he's, he but, very much. Still I mean, his I mustache. guess women can have mustaches too. Yeah. Um. Who else we got? Oh, so we got the little the brownies. Yeah, I didn't care. They're about like the they're like tiny little, pe- but they're like tiny little like I don't even know sprites. They're like, they're like six inch tall people. Yeah. There's and one of them is they're like French. Yeah, they're, they're weirdly French for some reason. I think they're fun. I had a good time with them. I like how like can tell old the green screen is that's true so it is it does have that to an extent um the special effects aren't all perfect although there's some some revolutionary stuff in here for the time no apparently um ilm's work on this actually like they they did made some actual breakthroughs in like morphing oh i guess which very cool i mean i guess we would take for granted now but at the time it was like yeah they'd look at it turns at one point an orc turns into like a big two-headed dragon thing and yeah that was Strange. I didn't understand what was happening there. Because he did the spout wrong. Oh, and it like... Oh, okay. That's Because he like opens... He like turns him inside out. Yeah, it's gross. Horrible. It's gross, it's, yeah. It's horrifying. <laughs> um, but I guess that stuff is like... ILM really had to had to kind of make for this movie, which is fun. It's always good. ILM. Yeah. They're real good at what they do over there. Hey, they know what they're doing. They've been doing it forever. They really cracked the case on that one. Um, so that's fun. What else we got? We got... Uh, Sorsha is the... The evil queen's daughter. She falls in love with Mad Mardigan. And betrays his mom. Which is good. It's classic. It's fun. Uh, they do a war. Uh, not work. <laughs> Willow beats the evil queen with some just parlor trick magic, some sleight of hand. Hide which the baby. is pretty fun. I just like that. Because he does in the beginning. Like, oh, makes yeah. a pig classic, disappear. And classic he... setup and callback. Oh, yeah. Classic for these 80s movies, isn't it? Oh, they love it. Because you establish the, one of the only skills Willow has is disappearing pig trick. So then you just do that at the end with the baby. to beat the villain. Yeah, it's great. Oh, we also have um, we have Eric who's in charge of the the Knights of Galadorn. Their castle cool. gets like destroyed. Them. Yeah, they almost all die, but he's got enough of them, and they they do a charge at the end. It's good. I like Eric. I was a fan of his. When that army first showed up, I was like, "Oh no, is this the bad army? Is Will about to give them to the bad guys?" But no, nah, they were That's good what guys. I thought so too. They're all right. They were good good fellows. Hearts of gold, kind of. Um, but like Eric also dies. The bat saddle or whoever, the evil general, kills Eric. And I was like, no, Eric, no. Eric, my good friend. They've got you. So he's gone. So, like, again, they don't they don't pull all their punches. Um, but then, yeah, they beat the queen at the end, and Willow gets to go back to his his village and hang out. And yeah, he, he does the journey in return. That's right, exactly. Well, uh, yeah. pa- what's her name, Pavel? Pa- I think so. Pa- Parvo? Whatever, the, the, the sorcerers. She's like, you're going to be a good sorcerer, Willow. Get after it, kid. Yeah, God bless you. And then the Sasha and Mad Mardigan get married. They're like, I they, guess we'll raise this child, but maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. I've problem. I'm confused by that a little bit. Uh 
and it's not too much else for the plot. That's basically the whole plot. No, again, it's kind of different. But again, there's like there's lots of fun. There's character to this for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the world building's kind of fun. It's classic George Lucas stuff of just like making up words. I like Tirasline. I like that as a as a place. I like something from Wheel of Time. Yeah, it sounds cool. I like Tiras. I like I like two words like that. They give um, what is it? They give Alora Dan a bunch of like titles. Yeah, she's yeah, that's cool. I like that. The last empress of something or other. And yeah, she's yeah. Whatever. That's good shit. She can't. Another thing that's uh, they have happen is that she is a very conscious baby. She's kind of like Grogu, where she can't talk because she's a baby, but she can like form opinions well, and like speak non physically. She's sense. very much not a newborn. <laughs> yes. Because of acting and film. Well, yeah, of course, of Because they're like, well, we need this baby to be around for this whole movie and to film with it and stuff. So, you know, if you're, if you're doing a scene in a movie where you have a newborn for one scene where the oh, baby's born, you actually can get a newborn or whatever, I guess. I don't know how they do that, but. They just take it from the hospital. I think they're not actually, I think they they don't get actual newborns. I don't, I don't think they'd let you, they'd be like I that. think they're like a couple weeks old or whatever. Yeah. Regardless. Some um, trickery on it. But clearly for this movie, they're like, well, we need, you know, to shoot this baby a lot and to make actual use of it so I, they clearly got like a, a much older than a newborn i don't even know though i'm not good at great at gauging that probably mm-hmm. a couple months old maybe i don't know it's got lots of hair she does very like, well, girl does. she has like yeah like a substantial head of hair so mm-hmm. she can't be yeah that newborn but yeah you're right at one point the the fairy w- wizard lady talks to her and she's like yeah she told me she picked you and it's like how the baby knew that could the baby form thoughts that complex i think well i think is the baby's the magic Dragon Reborn Cause, baby. Because she's magic. Yeah. yeah, okay. She's super magic. Yeah, that's good enough for me. I, mean, I, I wasn't so. that worried about it. Yeah, me neither. I was like, oh, the baby. baby. Also, the baby just be like, I don't know, I like that guy. He's nice. It's pretty chill. He's good enough. Yeah. Carry me around. It's good stuff. I think I did, I like in the scene where there's the acorn, the evil queen, and she catches it. She turns in stone. I was like, well, surely she can just not, right? And then she just is like, I'm, that's I'm not, good. way more powerful than you. And I was like, okay, that's good. Because that's very much a thing a movie like this might do where they'll have the powerful. Super powerful magic bad guy get killed by very simple magic, seemingly, and it's like, well, surely the no, most I like powerful that. wizard on the realm will just be able to because he saved that. it the yeah. whole movie, and then he had it, and then you're like, oh, does it work? And it works for a second, but then it doesn't. I was like, no, that's that's satisfying enough. Yeah, I think that hits all the checks, all the marks there. But then, yeah, he 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 does beat her in the end with with his own his own magic. But also, it's kind of like she beats herself because she was so determined to be like, I gotta get it, but then she accidentally instead of disappearing the baby, she disappears herself. Oh no. She, oh, you've done it. Your, your hubris has got you again. That's classic. So, it's good. Those old ladies really wail on each other, huh? They the really go at it. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's wild. And they're really punching on. Yeah, at one point, yeah, she just punches her, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Hey, Ron Howard's down for it. Yeah, good on you, Ron Howard. I love it. So, I thought that was fun. Um, we got anything else? I don't I know. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just fun. Just a fun like little I said, it's got lots of character. Oh, the, the only thing I wanted to mention, I don't know, did this stand out to you at all? Um, Is... How old did you think uh, Warwick Davis was when he made this movie? Late 20s, maybe? Early 30s? Because it stood out to me a little bit. So he's meant to be, right, a father of two in this movie. And I was like, just from looking at him, then I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, I know he was in Return of the Jedi, Mm -hmm. right? When he was, and I knew he was like a child, like he was quite young. And he was like, I love this, this is so much fun, I'm in Star Wars. Look at it, there's Mark Hamill, oh my goodness. So I was like, that was 83, how old could he be in this movie? Um, he was 17 when he was like, really. Yeah, and it stood out to me a little bit. I think I don't know. I he guess he looks like old- very young. Yeah, I guess he looks older than I don't know the other 17 year olds. Um, but I was like, this is funny because how often is it that they actually manage to get 17 year olds to play 17 year olds in movies? Yeah, 
And then they got him, and they're like, you're going to be like 30, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's, you never see them age up. They never do, do so they? I'm like, I'm actually a father of four, and I work at a business firm. And then you go to the interview, like, actually, I'm 15. Yeah, exactly. Now, you should just Ben Platt playing a 15-year-old and a, <laughs> thing. a, man, exactly. a man half his age. It's always the opposite. Yeah. And so they got work, Davidson. They're like... Nah, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> You've got two kids. And no one's gonna know. And they're like not that young even. No, they're not. Because they can like walk and tuck around. Yeah, you've got like two like preschool, maybe kindergarten age kids. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. That's the only thing. Time and well, because you know, I that's a thing I always fix it on for some reason. How old people are? Yeah, how old actors are and in the passage of time. And I'm like, Wayne, but if this series, if it's been six six years since the last movie, and he's only aged four years. I do that all so. But if, but if Sir Alec Guinness was fifty-three, <laughs> but then, but Ewan McGregor's not old. He's too, he's too young. He's too young. He can't oh, be it. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he's gotta have white hair. You tell me, you know, he's only fifty-three and he's got all that white he was, hair. He was, he was thirty-five at most in Return of the, in Revenge of the Sith. At most, I tell you. Believe me, please. It's good stuff. Good times. Good stuff. We probably move on from that then into trailers. 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 Another trailer. Lots of trailers. Another one. We got a lot of trailers last week. A lot of trailers this week. A handful of trailers. Should we start with for trailer trash, trailer cash this week? I don't know. Let's do. Let's do a Star Wars. Yeah. All right. Which Star Wars? So we got the official trailer for uh, the Bad Batch season two. Finally, we've oh, the first look we got back in June, if I remember correctly, during the celebration or mm-hmm. some sort. Yeah, it was a celebration. Some sort of nonsense. Uh, and. They were like, it's coming out in the fall. We promise, guys. And that was that was back in the before four times when Andor was supposed to come out in August. And then they just quietly erased it. They went, don't worry about this. Oh, Didn't say a thing. Didn't really. say a thing. Just took it out back and shot it. <laughs> as far as we knew. <laughs> and now here it is. It's back. Back from the dead. Um, so bizarre. I'll never get over this. Yeah. We talk about it a lot because this happens a lot. For some reason. <laughs> what is going on over there, man? Maybe it was chopping. Maybe now that old mate... Old mate Bob Iger's got his hand on the on the, on the, on the wheel. wheel again. We'll be we'll be sailing steady because for all we, maybe it was him. Maybe it was his scatterbrain nonsense with all his stupid decisions over here of like, what if we what if we charge people a billion dollars to go to Disney World? <laughs> Animation? Who cares? Star Wars Hotel? Yes. <laughs> charge a billion dollars. So clearly in the whole like, I hate animation. Who cares? Do adults even watch these movies? Like what a what a tool what a goober yeah can you imagine being becoming CEO of of the Walt Disney Company and, and being like, like but do we really need to worry about animation people and then you watch a movie and be like but where's the steamboat Willie little thing at the beginning we always have shouldn't we have that at the beginning what a guy what so a maybe now that uh, Iger's back in back in charge <coughs> we'll have a little bit more consistency with this because yeah it's been this I mean like almost we, you and I were talking about I think almost every Disney Plus thing. At least it's the ones we care about, Star Wars and Marvel. I think every single one that came out this year, maybe, was delayed. Except for She-Hulk. I, yeah, that's good. I'm exaggerating a little. But, like... But a good enough to notice. Enough. Yeah. Well, maybe Moon Knight was all right. Well, you get my gist, though. Yeah. No, I understand. And or... Um, and, and oftentimes, it's only by a couple weeks or so. Mm. But that almost makes it weirder. Because it's just like, why? Why would you do that? Miss Marvel was delayed. Miss Marvel was delayed. We, they told us, like, last fall for that. And then it, was, it wasn't until this summer... Yeah, like even Obi Wan, they were like May the fourth, May the sixteenth. It's like, why? What is th- what is this? But we're doing three at once. What are you What are you talking about? We could have made up that time in the f- 
if you if it came out on the fourth, the time's all the same. Who is this for? It's gonna end at the same time, so who cares? We've moved we've moved Andor by three weeks, but all three are at, at once. Why? Who's this for? Like, what are you what are you even doing? I don't get it. I really don't. Because I'm like, all right, is it about like maximizing the number of weeks? The number of I mean, are we trying to get multiple months as many you know as many months as we can? Are we really gaming the system? But then you do something like that where it's like, but we're doing three episodes at once. It's like, but that's. That was time you're you giving up. Used. You're giving up your lost ground. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you put that many once, that's 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 weeks that people have to pay you for. I don't I don't know. I don't understand it. But yeah. Regardless, the actual trailer itself. Um, I don't know. There wasn't actually very much of substance in this one that wasn't in that first teaser. I feel. Yeah, I I would have to agree. There's we see um we open on a very nice sunny beach sequence of running from big crabs. Which I think we we got that in the last one. Did right? we? I think there was. I don't remember. At least throughout the trailer. Yeah, well, nice. Uh, we, again, yeah, we see them all interacting. We see them being like, "Hey, look at you! You're all clones and the Empire." Ooh, and uh, you know, it's and I, I like Star Wars more the next guy. But I must admit, I when I when watching this trailer, I had the thought when they were going, "The Empire is really bad, guys." I went, "Yeah, I know. I just watched all of Andor. <laughs> I just watched the most adult Star Wars thing ever." I just watched Stellan Skarsgård tell me his mind's a sunless place. <laughs> All his friends are ghosts or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and now you're, now you're just going to be like, and the Bad Batch is here too, guys. <laughs> the Wookiee Jedi's not too happy he can't be a Jedi anymore, don't you know? It's like, all right, thanks, man. That's what Diego Luna got a fascist prison and built the Death Star for three episodes. I don't know really how this it plays, but it's Star Wars. It's kind of the, the thing you get into. What's his name? Drowned or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Circus probably drowned. Andy Circus probably drowned. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get you. I mean, I do understand. They hung his extent. dad in the square. They, <laughs> they did. They did hang Cassian's father in the square. So, like, I get. I get that to an extent. Mm-hmm. People have been saying for a long time, and we've we've brought it up multiple times on this show that like they just keep doing the same arrows over and over and over again with Star Wars to an extent. And there's la- it to the point where there's like even it's just we're overlapping and we're doing the same, and it's all the same characters even, and it's like. So it's too much. Yeah. Is this too much of the same? And it's it's not even so much like oh you can tell a lot of stories in one period of time of course, but it's all this. You only can do one thing when you're between three and four. Is that you have to build up to four, but none of your characters can have that big of a win. You can't, yeah, because Luke Skywalker has to be born and live, and you're just building. Be, yeah, it's yeah. all built. It's all just little things. But again, it's a, and you also give the same speeches and the same character arcs. Like that's what it's about. Clearly, this is, I mean, to, to be fair, like, this is what resonates most strongly with Star Wars, though, right? Like, these yeah. are its core ideas of, like, rising up against depression and fighting and all that. So, you know, kind of makes sense that people would be drawn to it. And we see it, from, I mean, t- to be fair, we are seeing it from different perspectives, right? Of, like, diff- you know, all these different people from these different walks of life who rise up to fight the Empire in different ways. Like, it's all, again, that's all pretty good and, like, very on brand for, for what Star Wars is about and what it, what it should mean. So. Mm-hmm. You know, this is about clones who are like finding their way and being like, you know what? Maybe we should fight the Empire. And Echo's like, I don't, I don't care much for these guys. And Cody's like, I don't know. Maybe are we, are we the baddies? <laughs> like you get all this, just like we had Andor, where he's like, I'm a criminal, but now maybe I'm a rebel. And then we have like other things where it's like, I was a Jedi and I didn't want to be, but now you know what? It's the right thing. I'm gonna yeah. fight. I'm Kanan. I'm Kanan Jarrus. So I'm gonna do some stuff. And also maybe Obi Wan Kenobi. And I'll be, yeah, I'm Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight my friend in the, in the dark. For rocks at him, <laughs> so like I, I definitely get where you come from. Is there's how how much can you do this? And again, because you know that like what is 
what is the end game for this, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like the Bad Batch are going to defeat the Empire. Yeah. They're not- <laughs> like, we got him. We we, we did it. We, we carried out a Black Ops mission to assassinate Palpatine. Yeah, we did it. We killed Darth Vader. Like, that's not happening, is it? So, yeah. and it's, I mean, I, I, I do think that criticism only goes so far because there's a lot of people who are like, why don't they show up in the originals? Like, oh, if these characters, blah, 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 like they must all die kind of thing. I don't, I don't fully agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, they could just be too old. Right. The clones age faster. Well, it's probably, it'll bring it up in a with, with one of these other trails here in a minute. But people say that a lot about the Jedi, and I, I've I've kind of given my counter to that before, which is like there's a lot of Jedi. So even if most of them die, you still have a a lot of Jedi. you can have a handful of sur- survive. Like mm. it's not that it shouldn't be that easy to just exterminate them all and stuff. But and people be like, well, Yoda tells Luke that he'll be the last Jedi, right? So. As of Return of the Jedi, should there be any Jedi characters alive other than Luke? Yeah, probably. Why not? Yeah, because that's... I feel like you can't take it li- literally not like that. too literally. And, like, Luke can effectively be the last Jedi. He can right? be the only one who's doing, like, the religion. It's, well, exactly. He's got to practice the Jedi teachings. He's the only one... First of all, he's the only one who can do the thing, right? He's yeah. the only one who can defeat Vader and, and the Emperor, realistically. Um, and, yeah, he's the only one who has, who is dedicated to bringing it all back. Yeah, like we're like we have like Ahsoka who's out there, but she's like not really a Jedi, and it's like Ezra's dealing with his own shit, and whatever happens to Cal Kestis, it's like it kind of makes sense that these characters aren't going to be the ones to carry it on. Like it has to be Luke, so I think I think it works regardless. Yeah, but yeah, and this and it, and also I I literally quoted Andrew to you though right earlier, which is like you got the Nemec thing right. Like it's all this is like a dam that has to overflow, and just it's all these different acts of yeah, of defiance. Up. It builds up, so it's kind of yeah. I, I like it from that perspective too. Of like, yeah, the bad batch aren't going to win it all themselves, but they're helping. You know, they're fighting mm-hmm. the good fight, which is what I love. I love it in Star Wars. Yeah, you got the bad batch, and you got Rex, and you got freaking what are they? The path. Everyone, they're all they're all helping. They're so. all down for it. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, again, we don't we don't get much of substance that wasn't in the other kind of first look. I mean, it's like, oh, Cody's in this one. We, we knew that though. We saw yeah. Cody in the last one. Yeah, Genji, the Gunji, whatever his name is, the Wookiee Jedi. We knew he was in the last one. We didn't get yeah. any more of those kids. Where are they? Where are the rest of those kids, Jack? I think those kids are dead. Oh, no. Nah, that'd be upsetting. I mean, maybe they'll show it. Because it's like, if you've got one of them and not the rest of them, you have to have a scene where the one is like, yeah, the rest of those kids are dead. dead. <laughs> all my friends, Pat- Petro and, and Genji or whatever her name is. Like that little picture of that dinosaur that says, all my friends are dead. Yeah. There was a bunch of them. There was like an Ithorian one. There was like a Rodian girl. There was a uh, whatever Adi Galea is. One of them was just a human. He's like, whatever. Mm, who cares about a human? He's a like, Nautilin, a Kid Fisto guy. There was a Kid Fisto guy. No, they killed the Kid Fisto guy. They killed the Kid Fisto kid, I guess. Why didn't we have him instead of the instead of the Wookiee? Yeah, everyone loves the Wookiee most. Nah, he's good. He's got a His wooden lightsaber's one. made of wood. Nah, that's cool. You can't. I can't deny how cool that is. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, there's like various criminal elements that yeah, seem to be because that was what the Bad Batch season one though was. It's like, ooh, who do who do we got to work for? Is it worth it to fight? The bad guys? Yeah, probably. You can work with some crims. Oh, yeah. Just, just down the fascists, I guess. Yeah, you know what? They, tools in my enemy and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, like Luthen said like Luthen in said. Andor. Like Luthen said in Andor. There, I direct you to Andor. <laughs> yeah, refer to Andor. I've I've watched that scene a couple of times. He's popping my YouTube just a clip of his speech. And I, I love like, it. Oh, great I've speech. I've watched it a bunch. I love it. His mind is a sunless place, Jake. He's been, his friends are ghosts or whatever. His go- he shares his dream with ghosts. Oh, it's all good. Um, so, but yeah. Trailer, I, I guess trailer cash um i don't know it was real sunny at one time in the, the planet sunny planet looked nice i guess it does look quite nice you're like oh yeah. that looks almost like a real place you could go yeah I'd be happy and then, and then there's big crab monsters and you're like i wouldn't i think i won't everything becomes crabs eventually yeah that's, that's true. true that's what they say well, at least sea creatures i mean a dog's not gonna become a crab eventually we all we all come back to crab 
Even the crabs that drift away from being crabs, they come back. They come right back. They go, man, it was so nice being a crab. I got to go back to that. (laughs) It's nature's perfect (laughs) machine. (laughs) It's crabs all the way down. All right. So I'll say, I'd say this trailer was, was mostly cash. I like seeing more of Cody. I didn't realize how fucked up the side of Crosshair's head was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me neither. I did so too. It looked like, like when you, um, it's all the gluten and bread and you pull it apart and all stringy. It's all like. But with skin and it's brain. Like rotting away over there. It's like, yeah. what the hell? Get that, get that checked out, Crosshair. <laughs> get out of You're gross. <laughs> get away from me, you gross man. Uh, you love Wrecker, though. I always love Wrecker. So glad to have more. I just love the batch. I'm not going to lie, though. Um, I'm going to just tell you what. What I didn't love about this trailer, and it's not really the trailer's fault, but what? I'm placing it at its feet regardless. I don't, I don't think I love their new, the new paint jobs on their armor. You don't like them? No. I think it's a bit trailer trash. Ooh, that's unfortunate. Because it's like, I don't know, they're so iconic being all the black and the red and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's beca- it's become, a, a, I don't know, a little subsect of like branded and so Like, you know, one of the factions of Star Wars, right? You got the Empire and the Rebels and it's like, oh, the Bad Batch. There's all kind of merch you can get that's like black and red Bad Batch stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you got this, which th- now they're wearing like blue and orange or whatever the fuck. And it's like, what is that? Really really easy to see a guy if he's wearing orange, I think. Yeah, I get that it's, I get it like, okay, we're, we're stepping outside of the, we're making it cu- custom and different because we're not, we're not in the military strictly anymore i get all that i guess but it's just not the direction i would have taken it Mm -hmm. i think there's better ways to go about that maybe i'd say my trailer trash is when they kill those jedi kids probably yeah all right yeah i think i brought that up last time though i might have complained about their outfits last time well i I wasn't on the show i was i was when i wasn't there yeah oh excellent i was with colin so sweet so you get to hear it again yeah incredible all right Moving on to the next trailer, the Last of Us. Then Star yeah. Wars Last of Us, uh, so the, the official trailer for the Last of Us. We talked about the teaser. Also coming out soon. I didn't realize it's January as well, so we'll have Bad Batch and Last of Us kind of back to back. We have also have a lot of Pedro Pascal going to twenty twenty three. We'll have this. We'll have Mando season three. Very excited right. for that. It's very close, relatively, I guess. Right. Um, so this trailer is kind of just more of the same, I guess, from the yeah, teaser. It's the Last of Us. I mean, but it's more, I guess. More story in it? Oh, very much. The, the last one gave no, almost like no indication of plot. Yeah. yeah, it's very much just like... Here's the world we're living yeah, in, and here's the, the actual story. The mood that they're going for. I mean, as someone who hasn't played the games, who I know like I know the plot, the general gist of the story, but I've not mm-hmm. seen like the whole thing. I mean, probably the... I think we probably mentioned it when we talked about the teaser, but probably if you're going to pick a video game and turn into a show, this one's probably it, because it's... It's one of the ones yeah. that works pretty well. Yeah, pretty yeah. story. Not, mm, I don't know, pulling out of a hat here. Halo. No, maybe don't do Halo. No, maybe not Halo. I filmed season two though. I saw a picture of it. Halo is, is well, it's got, it's got its own lore, doesn't it? But it's yeah, different. But not. It's not like this game, which is not to not to say anything against it. Everyone loves The Last of Us, but it is at times very much like a, a fucking movie that you just control for a yeah. while. There's lots of just like we're walking to the next stop, to the next point. We're talking a lot. Like God like, of War. Kind of like God of War. <laughs> God of War four, maybe, and God of War five. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it definitely works as, like, it's just a story. Again, I mean, I I think I probably said this exact thing last last time, but it's like, do we need to do that? Do you need to adapt a movie? Or do do you need to adapt a game that is a good story by itself into a show? Because the game exists there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can play it. But, you know, there's people who are never going to play the game who get to enjoy it now, so it's cool. Like Jack, yeah. Like well, I've never played the game, to yeah, be fair. It's I'm a PlayStation one, exclusive. It's a PlayStation, and I just can't be bothered. What am I? I don't, I'm not going to buy another console. It's too much, okay? If you're buying... Well, I well, I almost said if you're buying two consoles, but I have two consoles. One of them's a Switch, so it's better. I have the Switch too, but that doesn't count. Yeah, doesn't doesn't factor into the console wars in the same way, does it? No, it's like a, it's just under <laughs> just underpowered. Oh yeah, it's it's not even really trying to compete. No, it's doing its own thing. 
But in the same way, but also it wins somehow. It's not trying to compete, but it wins every time. It it just has, because it has Pokemon. (laughs) Get on him. If PlayStation had Pokemon, we'd be singing a different tune. Um, The big big question that this trailer arose, Jack, is Pedro Pascal doing an accent? (laughs) Ooh, I don't know. Because the first (laughs) line he said, I went, oh, that's just his voice. And then there's a little bit of twang on it in another scene. There should be some twang, but it almost feels like, yeah, there's not enough twang consistently. Yeah, I, I agree. It's hard to tell. I feel, I feel like it's going to be uh, just going to be hit or miss on the show. Maybe you'll do it sometimes, sometimes you won't. <laughs> I guess it's, I mean, Pedro Pascal's a good actor. He should be able to pull that off. I mean, not that, not that acting and accent work is directly to get, but I feel like he can. Yeah, I'm sure. He's done accents before. Yeah, when he was he like a fake. Maxwell Lord, right? Did he do an accent for that? When he was, I don't know. Isn't he just American? Is he British? I've, I've seen that movie. <laughs> well, he's, he's from Chile. I think he's born in Chile. Is he Chilean? I think he's, I thought he was like Chilean American, but oh, I thought he was. So look up, let's do some research, do a classic yeah. on the show Google. Yeah, on the show Google. I thought he was American though. Like I think mean, that's what he speaks normally. Like when you, in an interviews and stuff. I don't that's true. Think he has a super nose accent. I was talking about Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, where he's, he's doing like a fake Spanish. Yeah, when he's Oberyn Martell, fake Spanish Dorn Dornish accent. Right, right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't know. He probably surely he does an accent in like Narcos. Right? He probably does. Yeah, probably. He's in that right. Let's hope so. I, Is that racist? That. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> He's in Triple Frontier, which is a movie I quite enjoy. I've never even heard of that movie till just now. Um, But he's just American. Yeah, he's in Narcos. <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, it's, yeah, Chilean America. He's a Chilean and American actor. That's not. Okay, he wasn't born. He was born in Chile. So, yeah, but he, again, I don't think he speaks with much of an accent nowadays. Regardless, he's definitely. Not southern. No, that's that's for sure. We've out of all that <laughs> rambling, we can determine with absolute certainty that Pedro Pascal, actor, not southern. I believe Joel is from Texas in the game, so I don't know. We'll find out, won't we? Yeah, I guess we will. Do Do you know how many episodes this show is? I no, I don't actually. Haven't the foggies? Well, it's HBO, so it's probably ten. It's probably ten. Yeah, I would. I'd have to guess ten. Nice. I was gonna say twelve, but it doesn't sound right, does it? No. HBO doing twelve. That seems almost they always wrong. do. Yeah, they always do ten. So. Sounds good. Tons Unless nice. they do eight. When did they do eight? Didn't they do eight for one of the Westworld seasons? Oh, oh no. You know what? No, they didn't. That was when I thought there were only eight episodes. And then you said, well, there's two more. And I went, <laughs> oh, dear. Right. No, that was that's me. That... Or was the most recent one eight? Hmm. Uh-huh. Now that's we just did it this year. <laughs> we, we, ju- we just did it. And it's never. Ha- and it's the last one. It's the last one we're ever going to do. Big group. Big group. They're shopping around, maybe, Jack. Might come back. Someone might save it. You never know. It's at, Hey, Jack, they're talking about it. Hey. I know you like it. Nah, I'm gonna be fine. I'll sleep well either way. I don't Just finish it up. I don't need to tell me about robots for a whole season again. What did the post credits of season two mean, Jack? They don't mean anything. I don't think they mean anything past. I don't think they mean anything in season four. I gotta be honest with you. This is nine. Nine. What is it? A Marvel show? That's nonsense. Yeah. What? Don't do nine. What is it? She Hulk? You cowards. Well, there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, at least there passes there. At one point, we see horses. I think that's gonna be Joel's brother. Tommy, uh, we see Joel's daughter in the beginning there. Well, it's not in the but it's in the beginning of the show. Um, mm. There's that part where they're like driving along a street and there's like a big explosion. That's from like the very very beginning, like the opening. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see. See the collapse of society. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, yeah. they love you in the, the classic scene. Yeah, you gotta have that scene. Yeah, in a post-apocalyptic thing where you're like, well, most of this takes place, you know, decade later mm. when things are really bad. But we gotta see how it's all started. Yeah. Things are, things are bad, but they've settled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you gotta have that scene. People are being mean because the daughter is not white because, well, 
Pedro Pascal's in one, is he? Yeah, he's a, as we determined, he's Chilean. So, I mean... Doesn't also... Matter, doesn't matter that much? She's not really... She isn't really a character, strictly speaking. So, yeah. how could it possibly matter? <laughs> That's a very good point. But, hey, what do I know? <laughs> we do, they just... went to the Game Awards this week, Jack. They were there. Did they? Hey, hey, uh, Pedro Pascal and... What's her name? Bella... Ramsey, did they did they also talk about how Bill Clinton is their rabbi? No, they didn't. I don't think they mentioned Bill Clinton at all. Crazy that that happened. Oh yeah, don't think I just walk up like nobody's <laughs> business. He didn't belong with those. What are you talking about? Are those Japanese men? That guy made Elden Ring. Yeah, he, he was the guy. He was he was he was Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was Mister Ring. But they're up there with Troy Baker and the woman who voices Ellie, whose name eludes me at the moment, but. They were all up there together, and it was it was Joel and Ellie and Ellie and Joel. Wow, isn't that fun? That's kind of fun. They should do that with the guy who voices Master Chief and and uh, guy who plays Master Chief. Neither <laughs> <laughs> whose names come to me at the moment. Uh but yeah, I don't know. She did with Chris Pratt and the guy who voices Mario in the games. <laughs> yeah, Chris Pratt punch him. <laughs> they can have a fight so you could be Mario. Chris, Chris Pratt's Pratt, gonna win. Fit actor who'll fight a seventy plus year old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I said I'd be what, like, now nah, you won't you can't complain anymore, can you? He won in battle. He, how he could have done it, huh? Oh, you should have got him instead of Chris Pratt. Well try now. I've He's beaten dead. him to death. <laughs> I've beaten him in ritual combat. Me, Chris Pratt, <laughs> the actor. And then he turns around and goes, Guardians three in theaters, May fifth. <laughs> but yeah, overall. <laughs> Did you talk about the trailer at all, or we just ramble for... Ah, we, we brought it up a couple of times. Okay. I said I named characters who are in it. That's true. We, we determined that... Again, it's just... I mean, it's The Last of Us. Like, this is... Again, this isn't... There's no, like, big reveals or like, oh my god, this character's gonna be in, in mm-hmm. this show. It's not one of those kind of things. Is it? So, no, no. There's no glup shittos to be found. <sighs> is, Ed, is Edgar Allan Poe gonna show up? <laughs> no, he's not. What the fuck? Uh, I'm unwatchable. Some people might get that. But overall, um, I don't know. Uh, I would say this this trailer was pretty cash for I'd me. I'd say it. pretty cash. I liked the way the um horrible fungus monsters. Yeah, the look. creature effects are good in the this. Clickers, yeah, the clicker, they're, cool. they're good. They're like at one point there's a shot of like a big room that's covered in fungus. There's lots of those in the Last of Us. So I love fungus. Good. Oh yeah, it's all just fungus. that could actually happen. Yeah, it could maybe. There's a real threat of fungus just taking over everything. We'll have a good time when the show comes out, and um, towards the end we're gonna have a big discussion. I think you and I. Oh, there's, th- there's some stuff in your wheelhouse, I think. I th- I think we have talked about it before. But Excellent. We'll do it on the show. Um, that's foreshadowing for you, listeners. That's right. <laughs> fungus. Uh, that, a couple, you know what I mean? You are, Jack? Cool, fun guys. Couple of fun guys. <laughs> Woo! All right, did. that's our show. And then, <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> we walk up. Uh, I said the t- only trailer trash thing, uh, I think I said before, I never really like watching the world fall. I don't like watching the apocalypse. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's all it's upsetting every time they do it. It's not for everyone, is it? No, not. And I'm one of the people it's not for. And this and this is a very like, yeah. There is, it's, it's pretty real. It's, I mean, it is like oh zombies are there, but then there's also just like yeah, there's like a weird fascist government that's in place now to to try to pick up the pieces and and the cannibals. There's like rebels and there's cannibals, yeah. And like there's people starve. You have to get rations and you starve and. The zombies get you too if they're there, and it's, it's not not a fun time had by anyone. It's not great, and it's like, is there any hope? Can we can we make a cure? If we get a cure, does it even matter? <laughs> is the world too far gone? It's one of those. So it's like, woo, woo. <laughs> escapism. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah. So we'll so we'll be talking about it. We'll I'm excited. I'm excited for it too. It'll I be think good. HBO. 
Usually makes pretty good shows. I mean, House of the Dragon, I think they're going to, you know, that's pretty well. It's some pretty good shows this year. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of our favorites, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, and then, so moving on to Jedi Last Survivor, which we kind of... This is Jedi Survivor. Fuck me. <laughs> it's just Jedi Damn Survivor. It. The sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, um, which is exciting. We've been waiting on for a minute. Oh, yeah. We got that teaser also at Celebration, which again, it's been like months now, huh? Mm. And it's like... Well, six months ago at this point. It's like early next year, but we hadn't gotten much else in the way of details like at all. And it's kind of like, where's what's going on here? But here it is. They just do that. And they, it seems like video games are more liable to do this than almost anything else where they just go like, here's your first real like, you know, marketing. And it's only three months away, which is like, so it seems so quick, doesn't it? Yeah. It feel, again, it feels like video games, you don't want to do that. I mean, like, it's not that it wasn't, I mean, again, we knew it was coming for a while, but this is. They've really just started the the marketing push here, and it's only a couple mm. months away. So yeah, which is always exciting because there's not as much worry. I mean, I like it, but I like I can like the the build up and the hype sometimes, but also it's fun to just be like, oh my god, it's coming out right around the corner. So oh, yeah, um, don't have to lament it coming out for so long. It's just like telling you about it, and then you're gonna get it pretty soon. Uh, this as well doesn't have a ton in the way of like story or whatever. Although I don't I don't remember the marketing for Fallen Order to have much either in the yeah. way of that. It's just kind of like checking up on, I was going to say everyone, but there's only, Cal. not everyone appears. So we got no. Cal, um, we got the Mantis, um, and he's, from from this trailer and some of the other like marketing material and the, um, like the synopsis has been released and stuff, we know that he's like one of the Empire's most wanted at this point, which would make sense. At this point, it's been now 10 years since, um, since Order 66, right? So they're really, there's only a couple out there, right? Mm. Which is kind of, it's the same sort of time period we talked about in Kenobi, right? Like... The Inquisitors have mopped up most everyone. So the fact that he's still out there and eluding them is going to be a real real bother. So it makes sense. He's one of, like, again, like one of the Empire's most wanted, and he's got to somehow survive in this world. It's the Empire. They're rising to power. Someone has to stand wait, up to them. Right, wait, hold on. Are you telling me that somebody secretly is going to strike at the Empire? That's right. But, but to no avail as they continue to get stronger over time. They leading... keep getting stronger, Dick. Someone has to stand up to them. If only another show did this. <laughs> Hmm. I can't think of anything. Check the Empire. They're ruling. They're choking us so slow we've <laughs> begun not to notice. I got to give it all to something real. Yeah. Cal has to give it all to something <laughs> real. Lies, deception, you know. Yeah, the, I get it. Yeah, you, Imperial flags ran across the galaxy. Doesn't matter if you don't look up or whatever. Yeah, but. exactly. Exactly. So, um, we see Seer as well. Um, she's got like a new look and stuff, which is cool. She's doing like archive stuff maybe? Seems so. She's got a, yeah, the big, big giant, giant bookshelves. Yeah. yeah, but it's like... Does, I don't think she's on Coruscant. I can't imagine. So I guess okay. they've somehow gotten those. They stealed off from Coruscant. I would assume they would have destroyed the whole library. Or they just have a bookshelf that they've filled up, you know, with books that they've gotten from all over the place. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's the only place in Star Wars we ever see with books that look like that. <laughs> Glowy blue books. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Are those even books that you can like open? Or are they all like like data? Tablets? Yeah, they data things. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Just looks neat, huh? Yeah, it's a fun aesthetic. Um, but other than her and then Cal and. BD, we don't see any of the Mantis... Well, there's only two other, but we don't see the other Mantis crew. We don't see um, Grease or uh, Marin, who's yeah. like the fan favorite. Night Sister Marin, she's sick ass. Everyone was like, you know, they gonna is their relationship going to have progressed in this one? Are they going to be like a couple? Is she is he going to train her to be a Jedi? What's what's going on here? Um, a lot, I mean, for a long time, people are theorizing like maybe this game would center entirely around Marin, but that is clearly not the case. Mm. Um, we see lots of new enemies, right? So obviously there's the scout troopers and stormtroopers and shit, but then it's like we have oh and also the um the whatever the K two droids the the KX series um security droids, uh, but then we also see like 
some bat some repurposed battle droids from like the Confederacy and some commander droids. Uh, we see some Imperial. They're called like Sentinel droids, or the one that kind of look like a little bit like the sh- uh, the Dark Troopers, but not quite. Mm-hmm. You know those ones. Yeah, they they showed up. They showed up in Rebels, of course. Just gotta love love Rebels. Um, what else? Okay, so then the villain villain character, right? Yes. He's- so we saw him in the in the teaser. He's in a vat or whatever. Um, we're like, who's in that vat? Is it a clone? Who is it? Yeah. Is it a? Is it a? What, what's going on here? It's probably a Jedi, right? It is a Jedi. Yeah. Um, and it seems like the prevailing theory after seeing this trailer and getting some looks at him is that he is um, a Jedi who's been kept alive since the High Republic because wow. at one point he's like wearing very High Republic-y looking robes because he's got like Jedi robes with their like goldy. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fringe. They loved gold back in the back in those days. So. They had tons of it. It was the High Republic. There's the High Republic. Everyone's partying. It's great. Nothing ever could go bad. <laughs> no, they're definitely not Sith lurking. So, yeah, um, that seems how it is. And now, as to why, like, what's, what's he a bad guy for? That's, you know, remains to be seen. Um, we don't see, again, there's not a lot in here. And I, I assume we're going to get some some more of something between now and then. Um, we do know a novel is launching with. Oh, is it? I yeah, which is fa- I'm very excited about. You know, I love my Star Wars novels. So what's it? Is it about Cal? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's about the whole crew in, in ah. Betwixt. So, oh, the two games. Yeah, so maybe that'll explain why they've. Why they're not all together anymore, and what happened to Marin? Or the game will too. That probably that's usually how it goes. Those books are just for nerds. You don't actually need to read the books to understand it, because no, because reading's bad. Yeah, reading's yeah. reading's bad for you, and you didn't do it. <laughs> but I'm excited because I like like the Star Wars books, and I I love these games. Jedi Fallen Order is a lot of you know a handful of people said it, but it it really is like one of the best sort of Star Wars stories out there. I think mm-hmm. it's like a self contained thing. It really is like it hits all the beats. You're just like, man, that's that's real good. It's real. It's some nice, good, concentrated Star Wars to just shoot right up you, you know? Right in your bloodstream. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, the only other thing I would say, like, so we didn't see the senator guy who's in the teaser, mm-hmm. the the Powin dude. We don't see him. We don't see whoever has the lightsaber. We see a guy with an orange lightsaber in this Ooh. who's fighting Cal. Yeah. Who looks, I, I said, he killer. looks like the, yeah, like the original concept art for Starkiller. Not, so not like the, not the Force Unleashed Sam Witwer kind, right? But like in the like original Macquarie designs, when um, basically when Luke was still called Starkiller, yeah, just I mean it could be maybe it's unintentional and or it's just subtle or whatever. But just some of the color, like the outfit seems kind of similar. Mm-hmm. And there's like tubes going on, and and yeah, like like it's it's like this vest, this orangish type vest over top of like a blue outfit. I don't know. It looks like something there. So who's that guy? I don't know. It's about it though. Again, it's very vague. I just, yeah. The thing I was disappointed by, because this is a gameplay trailer mostly, so it's showing just like, oh, fighting scenes, and he's got two lightsabers and stuff, which all is all good. All the techniques he does, lots of stormtroopers. Yeah, he's he's doing his freeze, which he's real good at. That's one of his main things, is the is the Kylo Ren-style freeze. Um, he's a big jump. He's a big, he's great at jumping. Big old jump. Um, he's doing he's doing two lightsabers, he's doing the double lightsaber, which is sweet. Um, people were concerned after, after that teaser, because you never see him with two or double, because it was like... He gets doubled at the end of the first game. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna somehow have to contrive a way to like break them apart? Yeah, revert him back to one so that you can have the progression again. Which I still don't know what they're gonna do or how that's gonna go because so much of the first game is you progressing through and unlocking all your powers one by one. With this game, you shouldn't. That shouldn't happen, right? Mm, you should have all your powers. You already. should start with all your powers. So maybe he's got to learn like High Republic techniques. Yeah, like are they gonna add? Maybe they'll add some more. But then also, then you're under the like you're around that buttons, right? On a controller to like do that. So I don't know. It it'll remain to be seen. It seemed like a big a 
one of the ways they were going to change it up, up the gameplay here, is um, the addition of the blaster, right? Yeah. But in this trailer, we don't see the blaster in use at all. So I I, My theory is that it's just wooden. He painted <laughs> a wooden one to scare people. It's just for looks. Yeah. It's just to, so you can be like, hey, look at this. No, right. don't, don't mess it. with me. Don't mess with me, huh? Um, but I got to imagine it's it's going to be used. Yeah. Somewhere Especially I, I after the trailer and stuff, just seeing that he has a gun, I was like, well, he's going to use it. Oh, yeah. But especially now after seeing um, one of the pre-order bonuses you get is a different gun. There's like different. You can get like Han Solo's DL-44 skin for your for your blaster. So obviously it's going to be in use. It's going to be usable. So, yeah, I probably have to use it in places where you shouldn't use your lightsaber to draw attention to yourself or something. That'd be good. Well, it's just like the classic Jedi thing, right? Mm. Like that's Because like, it's funny because people I've seen people be like, oh, yeah, he's doing like a Kyle Katarn thing or like even like Kanan. And I'm like, guys. Every Jedi who exists in this period uses a blaster and connect with their lightsaber. All of them, right? Yeah. Obi-Wan, Kanan, Ezra. I mean, Kyle Katarn doesn't really exist anymore, but Kyle Katarn, if you Luke want. Uses Luke. One. Yeah, literally Luke Skywalker uses a lightsaber or a, and a blaster all the way through Empire, at least. Um, Jaina Solo liked using a gun, so, like, they love him. Shoot shit, man. Bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's long range, at least. Hokey, hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side. There's no yeah. reason not to have both. Who's stopping you, huh? Yeah. Yoda's going to stop Yoda, you? Yoda, he's not around anymore. You can he's go on hog wild. You can go hog wild, man. Use as many guns as you'd like. Use bombs, even. Make the kyber bombs. Grenades. Yeah, you make that kyber sniper rifle. It'll be <laughs> sick. Nothing untoward could happen from that. Um, so, yeah, overall, just, I mean, I'm excited. Again, I love this. I love that game. Love these characters. Hope nothing bad happened to Marin. That's all I got to say. That'd be upsetting. I can't, I'm probably not. They're probably just keeping stuff close to the chest. Because largely this trailer is just like, look at the enemies you can attack with your lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. So the stuff with the, everything else and the, the different characters and the, the blaster and stuff, I'm sure will come down the pipeline. Or again, it's I mean, it's so close. They may just be like waiting. Just like, hey, buy the game. <laughs> Play the game, you goobers. That's all right. Because, you know, often we have that complaint that trailers just show you everything. So yeah, I got like, no problem with that. Got to have some surprises for the people. I'm going to get it. Now that I have my... I've got it a Series X. I can play it, so that's good. Just got that this week for my birthday. Wow. We did that again? We did that last year, though. Your birthday was last year. <laughs> that is true. <clears throat> so you're doing it, it seems a little... Yeah, so unfortunately, Jack, the nature of it is that it kind of... It... I do have to mention it, like, every year. Every... Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It's every... a bit tedious. Is... Do other people know about this? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I do subject other people in my life to this knowledge. Oh. And now you, now you are burdened with it as well. Damn it. That every, every year I do have a birthday that comes around. Incomprehensible. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I remember the terrible fate. <clears throat> but I can play it. I mean, I was cutting it close, Jack. Three, I, was in with th- I was within like three months of not being able to even play it. Yeah. Is it on Game Pass? I... It's on a Game Pass. I'm buying it. <laughs> yes, you are. You buy. You bought Elden Ring. Okay. Hold on. Those are different. This is similar, though. Yeah, but I, I didn't play the first game, and I played all the other Dark Souls games. Yeah, you should play it though. Yada, nah, it's it's oh. Dark Souls esque. We've talked about you've this. talked it's about right this. up your That's alley. That's what people say, and I'll, That's I'll what everyone it. says. I'm not averse to trying it. You've uh, got Christmas ahead of you. Got a nice wintry break period. Got some more free time. I reckon give it a, give her a crack. It's not very long. It's not nearly an Elden Ring length. I'll no, tell you that's that true. No, <laughs> if it was, dear dear goodness, that's right. So I have heard the game's pretty big though. The it's guy, great guy who plays Calcast is like, yeah, this game's pretty big. Oh, the new one. Yeah, the new no, one. Not the old one. Cameron, Cameron Monaghan is his name. Something to that effect. It's a very star. That sounds like a Star Wars name. Cameron. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's weird. You'd have to like trend. You you could you could morph that into a Star Wars name. Yeah. With the spelling. If you sort of like put an K A M R I N, put a Y in there. Cameron. For no reason. That works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. K A M 
R-Y-N. Yes. That's a Star Wars name if I've ever seen one. Cameron. Someone write that down. <laughs> Someone called George Lucas. <laughs> I got an idea for him. Then I'll go, I don't, I don't do that anymore, actually. I haven't done that in years. Oh, sure. Actually, um, I think I think, I think Annie, Anakin should have been the main character, actually, all along. This think... Star Wars was a better name. Han Solo should have been a, a lizard man. I think I might have gone too far in some places. <laughs> but overall, very, very cash. I'm excited. If only for seeing old mate BD again. Everyone loves BD1. He's like everyone's favorite droid. He's he's really he's really left a mark. I mean, everyone loves the droids, regardless of yeah, which or they where. Personality. They all. Everyone loves all the droids because they're like dogs. Because like, but also not quite. Sometimes no, but they're like uncomplicated. Yeah, they're just you can just love them. You don't have to worry. They don't have to. They don't want to hurt you because they're just little. And you can make them love you with That's science. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't exactly like with dogs. With dogs. Because you're never gonna have to worry that like R two D two is like oh is he. So you have different motives or whatever. Is he evil? No, nah. he's just he's just swell. He throws your lightsaber to you if you need he's him. He's a good to. guy. Oh, he loves it. He, <laughs> he loves participating. That's in what the he's violence. there for. So yeah, big fan. Honestly, Jack, I'm just gonna say it's cash. I loved it. I don't Same even need to try. complain. Actually, no, it is trash. Actually, this whole thing's trash. Where's Marin? Where is Marin? Where's our Where's our night sister GF? Huh? Where is she, Jack? What have they done with her? Is she safe? Is, is she is she alright? Like Max Revo? Where's Grease? Who's gonna say greasy money in this one? <laughs> He says that, Jack. That's a quote from the game. He says, greasy money. (laughs) It's great. Where is he? He'll come back. Where's our little four-armed captain? They wouldn't get rid of greasy money like that. It's just him on the ship and he's crashing it. He sucks. He doesn't know how to fly it because Grease isn't there to pilot it. What's going on? That's all I gotta say. Perfect. Well, we'll probably move on out of of our trailer segment into the final segment, which is the first three episodes of Willow? Question mark? No, don't worry. There's nothing wrong with your TV. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, they, they say that sometimes. There's like a... When like the TV turns black and white, they'll be like, there's nothing wrong with your TV. No, I get it, but what's... The, the the joke is that we're not on a TV. If you're listening to this, you're not on a television. Uh-huh. So we're saying Willow again. You think, what was surprising about... Oh, because we said We talked about it before. Oh, they think we're looping back. They yeah. think, is this the beginning of the episode? They go, we've looped back. What happened? Did I hit the back button accidentally? Oh, boy. I see. No, I get it now. Thank you for explaining that to me. I know you know listeners. Hope that didn't take away any of the amusement for the listeners. <laughs> nah, I still had fun. So Willow. So the first, this is why we did this whole thing. That's yeah. why we watched Willow finally. We didn't just watch Willow for no reason. It's because they're doing a Willow show. Whoa. And I did th- there's three because we, we didn't do it last week. And also they did two at once as they love to do. So nice. it's actually three episodes, which much to my chagrin. So it's Willow. As you can imagine, it's the same world as the 1988 feature film. And we've got... Um, all our old friends. We've got most well, of our old friends returning. Except for Val Kilmer. He's not back. Yeah. He's dead, maybe? We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to, to Val Kilmer. So we have um, Sorsha there, whatever her name is. And she's now ruling as queen of Tiras Lean. And she's like, how'd you... How'd you how'd you finagle that one, buddy? Uh, why do you reckon you get to do that? I feel like she worm-tongued this shit out of Alora Dunn. What does that work? So, yeah, basically, I mean, we don't... Before we get to even Alora. So what we have is uh, Sorsha's queen of Tiras Lean. And I guess... I guess Mad Mardigan was, was her king. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. If she could, I, really, I mean, I guess she was the queen of the, or she was the daughter of the evil queen, but does that make her royal? I mean, Jeez, but like does she have any more right to it than him? This isn't the place they were from. No. They were from a different place, and then they, it's weird. I don't get it. Here's but, the thing. Possession, nine-tenths of the law. If you're true. Si- if you're sitting in the big chair. If you're there, it's kind of like, into the mind. They have to get you out of the big chair first, but they can sit in it. So you have Tiraslene, um, and she's ruling, and she's got her children. She's got the twins, right? Mm-hmm. Are they twins? Yes, I believe they're twins. So we've got her twins, Kit and Eric. Love that. Love they named after my mate. Oh, yeah, in honor yeah. of our of, of 
of Eric. What a king. He got him. Uh, what a real one. I love that. I was like, they named him Eric. Oh my God, because Eric died. What a king. What a king. Uh, Kit is uh, a rough and tumble princess. Doesn't want to be a princess. She's a tomboy. She doesn't want to be a princess. Which is a classic. I mean, yeah. you got to have one of those, right? In a medieval type setting, is they got to marry her for political reasons. And she's like, well, I don't want to. I mean, that's everything I've ever read. So good on yeah. you. Fair <laughs> I can't really fault him for that. Yeah, um, to- and Eric's like a. Playboy. He's like a playboy. He's like, I'm the prince, and I, I'm so good at sword fighting and stuff. He's just, yeah, he's just a fun prince guy, which I like. I can, I he's can respect got, that. He's, he's dating the muffin girl Dove. Yeah, he's got, he's dating like a, like a commoner. Oh, 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 oh great heavens! A kitchen maid. If oh, you could even believe it. Oh, great heavens! What would they say? Um, and so, so it's like, you gotta marry Kit. You have to marry the the prince of. You gotta marry Flash Thompson Galadorn. from Flash the Spider-Man Tom- from the Spider-Man <laughs> movies. Um, Galad. For the Prince of Galador and to unify our country, because again, it's all about unify. It's it's some real Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon type stuff, if you could imagine that. Can you? Admit, I can. I can. Um, but less less deaths and childbirths so far. No, un- no, like forcing out yeah, preemie no, babies no, to no, have them die. Uh, you yeah, know, um, then why am I been watching no stillborn show? children? I mean, I, I actually though, I mean, in the in the movie, you did have a mother who died very shortly after her daughter was born. So that's that's something similar. Yeah, similar. So. You've got that going, or against you, depending on your. Depending if you're the mother. If you're the mother, very much against. Very you. much against you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, anyways, <laughs> um, she's like, I don't want to, and she throws a bit of a tantrum. Um, but then it's disrupted by um bad, uh, villains, the monsters, glades. the glades, right? Glades, glades, gales, gales. Gales. That's what they're called. And well, that's. I think before we get too ahead of ourselves, the the gales are part of this from the crone, this evil lady yeah. that. Willow saw in a vision after the events of the movie. It's apparently, true. he has a vision and was like, "Oh!" And then Alora is going to be in danger. She's going to be the one to stop them. And then because so she's supposed to be the empress, I mean, yeah. that's her whole thing. That's why we did the last movie. That's that's what the whole point of the last movie was. And then Sorcerer goes, "I have got such a better idea than you do, Willow. I'm going to be queen, and this we're going to take the girl, and we're not going to let her do anything. We're going to I don't know, we're spirit her away, spirit her away. She's not there." We're gonna hide her far in far distant lands, so that because it's too much responsibility. And Willow's like, "But this is this is the whole thing." That she's, was the point. That's why we did. She's the, last- the empress. She, she has to do the empress. Like, what do you think that was about? She's the dragon reborn, kind of. Like, she's the chosen one. She's the one here. What she needs to do the stuff. Why? What do you mean? And so it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Jack. Because Sorcia's like, yeah, nah, it's too much responsibility, don't you think? Yeah, maybe, but that's, I mean, that's what it's, we, we got to do. We got to have, have the choice. great trials for the hero. Yeah, like, what do you well, mean? Well, I was like, have you read a book? Have we you... did, again, we did the whole movie because she's got to be the empress. <laughs> your mom almost killed her. You killed your mom for this. Yeah, you killed your mom. Man. I leave I leave for 10 minutes and you just take over? So, I mean, we're, we're kind of jumping around like the, the way it's presented in the show. But yeah, in the past, Willow was like, I'll train her. I'm like, let me train her in sorcery, and then she'll be a sorcerer, and we can do it. And she's like, nah, it's all right, Willow. You can head on back. And she's kind of mean. She's like, yeah, you're never going to be a great sorcerer. I was like, why are you being so mean to Willow? <laughs> yeah, what's really... What is that about? No good. Um, But then the Gales come, and they take they take Eric away. And so we have to fill, We have to create a little band, don't we? A merry yeah. band of, of questers, uh, which is classic. You love it, don't you? I mean, it's that's good, right? For oh, a nice yeah. fantasy thing. You get the kit... The daughter, you got her friend oh, yeah. who's the guard. I didn't forget to mention her. She's like got a thing with probably. What's she yeah. called? What's the actress called? Gosh. She's in Falcon the Winter Soldier. She's in Solo. She's hey, emphasis. She is in I Solo. Love, I love she her. Is uh, Aaron Kellyman is her name. Um, I love her. I think she's great in everything I've seen, which is those two things and like one other thing. For at first, I thought she was going to be a Laura Don. I was like, oh, she's going to be it because she's got red hair. They've- yeah. 
Well, well that'd be the one. It was the character. There was a female character in this who you least expect had had yeah. <laughs> it was one you'd least expect, and by which, just like the Wheel of Time show, because of that, you it's very much the most expected. The one you'd most expect because you're like she has unknown origins. She's she comes from nothing. She's got speaking lines. She's connected she, to the prince. Yeah, she's she's a character who has speaking lines and and like unknown background. Hmm. Hmm. That's probably nothing. Yeah, I can't imagine how it could be. Um, we also have uh, Borman. Who is uh, we we later learn is was Mad Mardigan's squire and is a very similar sort of character yeah. character archetype right he's like rough and tumble and he's kind of he's a bit of a criminal but it's all right he's a good guy I he's guess a bit of a shithead he's he likes I like his pole weapon that's cool yeah, he's got like, like a big cleaver thing he's got like a war scythe yeah, yeah I like I like him a lot uh, Borman is my favorite guy um, I'd okay. say in general this show's got some funny moments and Borman's got a lot of them Willow oh, yeah. also is is I think a bit of a hoot in this um, so they try and so. Social's like you gotta go. I know what you gotta do. You gotta find Willow. He's he's cool. He'll help you out. Um, without le- with leaving out the other stuff that you maybe why Willow would not be so happy to see them or whatever. Um, and then Dove escapes and travels with them, and they're like, all right, I guess you you dumb kitchen maid, you'll be fine. Whenever. <laughs> then they get to Willow, and Willow's like, it's oh, you. Holy shit! It's you're the you're the person. You're a Laura Dannon, and they're like, what? And they touch her arm, and she's like, and there's the mark. And there it is. So yeah, she's a Laura Dannon the whole time. If you so this brings up a couple weird things to me. Yeah. One is like time is like she's like how old do you think they're supposed to be? Because I'll tell you what, Eric, Kit, and Alora—they're all about twenty-five years old, actors-wise. Mm. Um, which I feel like is older than they're actually meant to be in the show. Even I think they're meant to be like twenty-one, twenty, like just on the cusp. But also, it's been like thirty-five years since that movie came out. So I don't know. It's weird. I don't know what that's about. It's a little strange to me. I gotta say, because I mean, I obviously, the, obviously, Sorsha has aged. Considerably. Yeah. About that much since, about 35 years since then. So, like, why, I don't know. I guess you want to, I mean, you got to do young people, right? Who wants to watch a show about a bunch of 30-somethings? So, like, you right, got to right. make them young, like, because yeah, yeah. it's, again, that's the story. That's the thing. That's what you do here, right? The hero of a thousand faces, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. He had so many faces. So, I guess you, you got to, but it's, that's a little weird. Although, I guess now Willow is, like, normal. He's, like, the proper age because <laughs> he was 17 before. So, it's kind of all worked out in that, yeah. in that way. Warwick Davis still coming out on top, no matter how you slice yeah. it. So, everything's coming up Warwick. <laughs> so, and he's like, all right, Laura, you got to train. We're going to train you to, to do the magic. But she's struggling and so on. He's like, nobody tell you the magic? Oh, oh good God, no one tell you the magic. Which he warned her about. He's like, you got to train her. She's gonna, she's not going to be able to do it. And then she's like, and then, again, Sorcia's like, nah, probably not. Another concern, huh? Just weird. I don't know. Like, what do we think? Do do you get any like? I think that I don't want to assume that this is just weird writing. I think she's just been like corrupted. Yeah, it's either just weird writing or yeah, there's something nefarious. I I want to hope it's nefarious because I never want to. It's more satisfying than yeah. It's just like and we forgot poorly written. The plot has to happen. Like you said, it is the whole kind of picture of it. Of like, wait, she just makes herself queen of Tiraslene and then they just rule and now hurt. She's. They've had children, and their children are just gonna inherit it all. And like, they just kind of, yeah. They just make her. They make a Laura Den like turn a into like maid? a maid. I mean, that's like that's pre- that's almost cruel, right? Yeah, and they like, and basically they do explain like, like all right, her hair is supposed to be red, and they explain that they dye it. They like, dye her hair. They like bleach her hair. That's weird. It is kind of weird. Of like, wait, so you intentionally like again? Not even just like, oh, we had to, we have to spirit her away, but it's like you're you made her a maid. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't just like. Make her your ward. You, you, you can her, raise her like your daughter. Yeah, you, she has to serve as a, uh, yeah, as a servant in the palace that ought to be hers. Yeah, it's 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 it'd be weird, especially for Mad Mardigan, because he would like he'd travel with her in the movie. 
Yeah, you think he'd have He'd be like, well, no, for... I just want to raise his kid because my friend Willow told me to do that. And also, so then we get we slowly unravel some stuff about him, right? What what he's been up to. So in the flashback, we see that um, Sorsha has sent out Van Mardigan to get um, this magic armor, which turns out to be the Curious of Cubel or whatever the fuck. Yeah, something like that. It's some strange name. Something like that. Some a magic piece of armor. And um, it turns out Borman was his squire who went out with him. Mm-hmm. And they did it. And then Borman says they found it. And that's kind of the. It's pretty much where we've gotten with so far, right? To the first three episodes. No, and then they find the um, the thing that turns it on. Oh yeah, the key. Which the key looks very futuristic. I noticed. Yeah, it does kind of. It's like like something you see in like some Star Wars or something. And Borman finds it, but then tells Kit he didn't. He's like, "Oh, it's not here," but he keeps it. So it's like I think he obviously he wants the armor and trust her. Could uh, be, yeah. They fight a a, a practical wear rat effect. Yep, big big wear rats. Um, and Kit has a problem. Kit kind of has some feelings about her dad as a result of that. Yeah. Um, which is like understandable, but also Kit. I we were talking about this off pod. Kit's a Kit's a rough character for me at this stage. She's kind of hard to root for. Yeah, she seems almost like very entitled. Like she doesn't like that this commoner has yeah, risen to, to such prominence. She's just mean to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> like, that too. Which, yeah, like you, like, especially when you look at it through that lens of like she's the princess. She's like the stereotypical like. It's weird because yeah, on the one hand, she's like, oh, I'm the tomboy and I like fighting with swords and I don't want to have to just be someone's queen. Which all uh, like that's fair enough. But then also, yeah, it's like why are you why are you mean to everyone? Why do you treat everyone like they're beneath you? Yeah. Even her friend, like, um, oh gosh, what's the friend's name? Jade. Jade is like, I'm. I'm I'm gonna follow my dream. They they've actually made an exception. They're gonna allow me to be the first knight of Galadorn ever. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go do that because it's the the thing I wanted. The do. thing I've wanted most in my whole life. And she's like, oh, you're leaving me though. The fuck? We just kiss. What the hell? And she's it's like, like well, I don't. But like, it's kind of important to me and my thing. So mm. maybe you could just be happy for me. And then so now she's been bitter. She's holding that against her all se- series long thus far. Mm. Um, she's mean to Willow because Willow doesn't like listen kinda, to her. Yeah, Willow like kind of. Holds, you know, holds her accountable. Yeah, holds her account. Like actually, like challenges what she says and like hold, brings her to task of like, no, that's not how it is. He's got a good line. I like when um at one point he's like, "Where's Laura?" And they're like, "I don't know. She's probably tramping about in the fields." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I thought I, I forgot you were hilarious." <laughs> no, where is she though? <laughs> like that, that was good. Um, he's got some other good line. I can't remember, but there's a couple points where I was actually laughing at the show. I was like, "This is good." Like, oh, it's when um, it's maybe when. They're doing a fight with the with the corrupted guard guys, and um, his friend Silas comes over and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I don't know. Go go distract. Go go show somebody." Yeah, <laughs> go show somebody. It's fun. Or when uh, they're like, "We gotta get all the stuff out of the wagon," and the wagon is struck by lightning. It's like, "Well, I can't use that anymore." <laughs> yeah, keep fighting. Actually, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we got those guys. Actually, the the corrupted guard guys. They all they're all dead now, though. Oh yeah, kill them. Nice. Jade has to kill them. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, Mercy kill him. He's like, that dude who, I guess he like raised her. Yeah, like trained her or something. He was very close to her. Well, because her family died. Oh, so, right. She's an orphan. He's like, I think he like raised her mostly too. It's just I put him down. That's hardcore. For, I mean, come on. Like, yeah. There's something to that, huh? Right. And that kind of ties, not ties, but the other thing with Kit is when uh, she's like, why do you think I can fight for myself? She's like, I let you win all the time. Like you think you're you're not that good at fighting. Sorry, buddy. We were just doing it for fun. Yeah. Like I'm training to be a knight, but you're just a princess, so it was mostly just like recreational. I didn't. I mean, I wasn't gonna try to kill you. You're, what do you think? Like, what did you think that was? Hiram was pretty clear about not killing you with what my did sword. You, did you think we were actually like? I didn't think you were gonna go to war because of on account of you being the princess. So, so sorry. 
hate to be that guy, but yeah. Again, it's like she's just mean day. There's there's hardly a scene where she isn't mean to someone. Yeah, she's mean to her brother when her brother's trying to help. Also, so is her, so is Sorsha though. She's mean to. They're both like. Yeah, she's like shut why up. don't you shut up? He's you like, don't know shit about anything. It's like a, Eric, and he's, he's like, like, I wish I got kidnapped by evil <laughs> wizards. Oh no! Oh no! I can't believe this is happening. <coughs> Who could have seen this? So like, yeah, it's it's. That's like one of the only scenes they interact in, and she's kind of mean to him. And so, again, I guess that she has her own circumstances and like reasons to be upset with her situation. But jeez, it's tough. Where's my boy Eric? Yeah, he was they, nice. He's a slow guy. Him? A bit corny with the love stuff, but that's all right. Just a he's young. Bit. What are you gonna do, huh? Yeah. Um, we see Alora does start to learn her magic. That's good. Makes a little thing sprout, right? Yeah. Oh, we got a character in that. Then the third episode here. Uh, can't remember. I can't remember what she's called. She comes across those like people living in the forest oh yeah that lady from ted lasso and her yeah 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 she's fun sister i don't know <laughs> girlfriend wife? partner maybe partner? yeah who knows yeah. well the one doesn't say much but the one who talks a lot she's funny I like yeah her. she's funny uh she was like oh you're named after that that empress role we'll be waiting for she's like oh wait you're the oh well oh, okay. wonder where the queen hid you away <laughs> she, what she, she's like you're i think your intentions with the lady are less than honorable <laughs> And they it's kill her. Yeah, they kill her. Again, like, this show doesn't shy away from killing some people, does yeah, it? No, not at all. The the old night guy who leaves <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, they kill him instantly. <laughs> they kill him instantly. And oh. It was crazy. They don't even think about it for, like, a second. But no one says anything. Because <laughs> they play, like, uplifting music afterwards, like, the, in the chase. It's not given any, like, weight at all. It's just like, you gotta be ready. It could happen any moment. And then he struggles with each other. And no one mentions him again. <laughs> Like, holy It's kind of weird. You think they'd have been like, oh, geez, sorry. We lost that guy. Oh, no, I knew that guy my whole life. Man, I, I guess I feel bad about that. Yeah, it meant a lot to Eric. But no, it's just, he's a dead person now. Yeah, he's gone forever. That was another funny bit. It was when they're, they're coming up on the cliff and Borman tries to tell the horse to stop, but it just jumps. And she's like, well, how do you know to make it jump? What does that word mean? And he's like, oh, it's, it means stop. <laughs> and he's just like, he's so, he's like, I mean, stop. He's all wet and he's yeah, stomping. And they're like, oh. You didn't do that on purpose. Oh, we all could have died just then. So that's good. Uh, uh, the big thing at the end of episode three is that um, Silas is killed. Willow actually uses his magic for the first time. And it's quite effective. Yeah, infinitely so. And then he, he mentions earlier about like how he can't, he's got to save it. Like he can't use it enough. Like he's too weak to channel it. But it's like, that's the only thing I had a problem with the magic here. Because sometimes, like we talked about, does it works and sometimes it's just like weird charlatan nonsense like when he's talking to all the the people in the underground his people and stuff which whose name escapes me newlands the newlands he's like doing a bunch of shit he's like the bones it's just a bone thing it's the bone thing it's the yeah. finger which thing. is good it's, it's fun got all the bone thing yeah the finger thing but they all like get up and walk away like he's some like actor they don't want to watch anymore on the street but i'm like he's your like president what are you doing he's like your leader but he's your leader yeah and he's like oh, i guess we're done talking to this clown what do you think? Do you think there's something um, is going to be revealed that has happened to his wife and son? Probably. They're not there. They're not there, right? So something had to have happened. It would you would think, right? It his daughter's saying. there, but not his wife and son. So that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird, man. I I do appreciate that about this show. Actually, is that like there is all these little details that are kind of being unraveled and in secrets about what's happened in the interim, which yeah. is always fun if it's done well, as long as it's not too tedious of like. Tyver Exposition dub. Yeah, which I don't think it's been thus far. I think there's enough to keep you engaged in the in like the the current time. Mm-hmm. We're also doing that. Also, I I do think they do an okay job with like the um sort of uh like cliffhangers at the end of episodes. I think mm-hmm. those are kind of fun. Yeah. 
with the music. Some people complain about that. Um, of like, why are they putting 90s pop music in these? I don't mind. I think it's kind of yeah. fun. Who cares? It's fun. Because at the end of the first one, it was like, oh, you're, uh, you're, you're, what's she going again? Laura Dan. And then I was like, what? And then, it, and then at the end of the second one is when she does the spell, but then they, they drag her away. But it's like, look at it, it worked. And this one is they have to go back to, um, the evil place. What's it called? The, uh, the castle. Yeah. Whatever the, the evil queen's castle from the movie. Yeah. Is where they have to go because Flash Thompson, there's been wounded. He's like infected. They gotta get rid of it. He's interesting, I will say. He's a cool character. Yeah, like he's trying to. He's kind of a ninny, but he's like he's doing his best. He's, he doesn't want to be, but he's like he doesn't want to be. Yeah, which is interesting. It's always good. And he's like he's he's very reluctant. He's like I don't want to go on here. What is this? But he knows a lot about magic. And he does. He seems to know a good bit. So maybe he'll be a good apprentice as well. It's interesting. It almost seems like they're doing something with him and um Alora. Like I mean, it could just be a friendship. Not everything has to be. Then the kiss at the end. Yeah. So. But they, they, they have a core relationship, which is nice, because really they're the only two who get along. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, you have Kit and everyone else who she's mean to, and then... Borman, who doesn't want to be there. Borman's just kind of, yeah, but he's he's whatever. So And now Silas is dead, so Willow doesn't have any friends. Willow's so. like, oh, God. Now my wife is dead, my son is dead, now my buddy Silas is dead. This is tough. Now the people I rule over kind of hate me. We have to live underground now. It's tough. They're having a bad, rough time, but they got to... So, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, overall, I, I, I'm definitely enjoying it. I think it's fun enough. Yeah. Again, I, I want to see all these things. I'm like, what happened to Mad Mart again? Is Val Kilmer going to be in this show? He might be. I was kind of like, at first I was like, oh, no way. But then as it's gone on and we've, we've gotten, cause I thought it was just going to be like, he's dead. I was like, okay, whatever. Fair enough. Cause you know, Val Kilmer's largely retired from acting. So like, wouldn't be, it would make sense enough. Right. Yeah. I guess. Um, but now since it's gone on and he's definitely not, well, he's, he's not definitely not dead, but he's not definitely dead. Yeah. So you could do something with that, maybe. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. It would be weird. You have to have a pretty good reason why he became an absentee father. Although it's kind of on brand for what we see from him mostly. Yeah, he doesn't like committing to things. Kind of like, kind of like Han Solo, where it's like he has his heart of gold moment, and by the end he comes around and he does the hero stuff. But also, is that going to last forever? No, he's still a scoundrel. He still he is what he is, right? Mm-hmm. He, he'll sit in a cage or whatever and wait it out. Just starve to death. He'll have an affair with a married woman. <laughs> he's not above that. No, he isn't. So, I don't know though. I think he could. I think he could show up, man. I don't know, like briefly with yeah. his armor. <laughs> He's like, I got this curious. That's pretty sweet. And go, all right. I'm seeing you around. Well, yeah. good to see you. Hope Hello, you're well. friend. It's been great. Daughter, stepping so mean to everyone. And then yeah, I want to see what's going on with the magic, and if there is a good reason as to why they did that with with Laura or uh, is that her name? Laura. 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 Um, what is going on with Willow's magic? Because again, he clearly has it. So there's got there's something to that, yeah. Because they, again, like there's a scene where Sorcerer is like, "Oh, you don't have it. You're never going to be a great sorcerer. You suck." Rizal didn't know what she was talking about, and then we don't see him do any magic for the first three episodes until the end, and then he does magic, and again, it's very effective. So it's like he's got there's something going on there. Oh yeah, he can do magic. He's teaching her, and he's teaching her enough that I mean, what he's saying is true because like the spell he taught her worked mm-hmm. to do what he. He said it would, right? So I don't know. He's got a whole book of spells. He's got a book. Yeah. So let's have waiting. He's see. got the wand still. Yeah, he's got the cool twisty wand. He'll probably get that later. Yeah, probably. I think so. Because he's got a staff now. What's he need the wand for? Yeah, staff's better. Staff's cooler than a staff's wand. Staff's cooler I think. than a wand. He can walk. He can walk and stick. Well, you can't beat anyone with a wand, can you? Fragile. Let's try. Yeah. Put some iron in your staff. Beat the shit out of someone. Iron core. Oh yeah. Iron, some iron bands on it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good stuff. So overall, I think it's a fun time. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. 
So we'll see. see. Goes. Got five episodes left. Yeah, a nice eight episode season. Take us to January, right? Oh yeah, end of, end of January. January right. won't make our and it will just miss our end of the year list. Just we, we might give it a mention though. Yeah. Um, I do want to uh, just briefly. We probably probably give this too much lip service as is, but we're not gonna stop, are we? No. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's got an 84. Um, critic. Guess what it has audience wise? Oh, it's low. I think it's like 30 something. It's right? 24 right now, and which the, is the mo- I think unnecessarily low. The movie is the opposite. I've noticed. Oh. The movie has like a 50 to like a 40 something crit- uh, critics, but like an 89 audience. So I think it's the old. Our old friend, Nostalgia. It's just Nostalgia, yeah. It's just people being like, I saw that movie when I was a kid and I loved it. This isn't exactly that, so... Boo! Boo. It looks... Boo. Boo. You suck. When, of course, people are coming at it from like, why? But why gay people in this? God. Is that... They kiss ones. It's not even that big of a deal. Should gay people exist? No, guys, have we really asked the question? <laughs> gay people don't exist in Willow the film. Why should gay people exist now in the year 2022? And furthermore, why should they? <laughs> why should I have to look at them? them. I don't want to know they exist. Mm-hmm. You haven't thought of me, have you? <laughs> me, the white man. What am I going to get my due? So there's an unfortunate amount of that going on, clearly. I mean, you don't you don't usually get a disparity like that without some, some just kind. the nostalgia goggles, fandom you know, bullshit bombing nonsense. That it always happens. Not that the critics are always perfect or whatever, but it's like they generally are a little more objective and measured. And anytime you have the fans come in and be like, "Well, I hate this for this outside reason," yeah, like no, come on, come on. like Last Jedi stuff, right? Of yeah, like yeah. The, the critic score for that one's pretty high, and people are like, "Look at they the critics don't know anything." It's like no, they just actually looked at it like a movie and not the you know embodiment of thirty years of expectation. Mm-hmm. So not like killing your childhood, you know. Yeah. Let's see if I can find a horrible writing that can't be made sound believable by the best of actors. Horrible directing and video editing that makes the writing sound even worse. I will say I don't think this is like it's not House of the Dragon and or level stuff, is it? No, no. But at all. I think it's just fine. I think it's serviceable. Yeah, I think we get we need to get done done. There is a bit maybe of like mm, I hesitate to even call it this because I think this is over overdone. But like there is a bit of like the MCUification kind of stuff. Mm, yes. Don't you think of, of the dialogue? The sort of Whedon-esque stuff of just like, ooh. Well, that happened. Yeah, kind of. Not literally, though, right? But it's not it's not quite so simple as that. But there is some of, some of like, the, you know, kind of anachronistic, like, people are talking like it's the, you know, 2000s and not some kind of fantasy realm, which is fine, largely. But, you know, there's definitely moments where it stands up more than others. Where you're mm-hmm. like, God, just, why'd you say it like that, kid? <laughs> you didn't have to say it like that. Talk like you're an old-timey princess for a minute, would you? <laughs> Could you please? This person gave it half a star and said, well, it's just horrible. Just horrible. And that's it. So, like, that's nothing. <laughs> that's not any constructive criticism. The only thing that came to my head is why. This show is pretty bad. The continuation of the original movie is poorly written and executed. I couldn't make it past the first episode. Way to kill a cult classic, Disney+. Plus. Here's the thing. Willow, the 1988 feature film, isn't dead. So long as it lives in the hearts of men and on Disney Plus. digital and physical formats where you can just watch it again. You can, you can watch it a hundred times. <laughs> It's still there. Yeah. It's going to be there probably They didn't forever. actually affect it. They didn't even do like a special edition version of it where they went back and put stuff in. George Lucas didn't even touch it. It's no, just he, the he movie you saw. He didn't cut. He didn't put it in a CGI Jabba for no reason. Uh, this says they managed to remove all the magic, the darkness, and charm. How they remove the magic and the darkness? Which one is it? Pick a lane, huh? Yeah. There's pretty. There's some darkness in this. Yeah, they, it's quite dark at times. She, puts, like, down, she puts on her father figure on screen. Again, yeah. She just to like euthanize him at the end of it. That's, yeah. It's a bit much. It's fine. He's not even Canadian. No, he's not. <laughs> 
I mean, Willow keeps having a recurring dream where he wakes up on a destroyed battlefield surrounded by corpses, including Alora. That's a bit of darkness. That's a, I would that's say. a bit full on. Yeah, his, I would. I would say so personally. His wife's dead. His wife is maybe dead. Mad Rodigan is maybe dead. I mean, that's there's some darkness there. Yeah, I mean, come on. There's no spooky cackling evil witch yet, but I think we'll get there. There's no troll that fold like becomes skin yeah, like, and yeah, like folds inside out and horrifying. Yeah, it's no, it really was. I saw that. And I was like, that's that's wild. Like, just yeah. wow, that's we didn't expect that. That's the kind of thing in those old movies that gives a kid nightmares. Just, <laughs> yeah, they always, just threw them in. Yeah, his movies were different, man. They just kind of did shit. They were just like, all right, this is fun and cheerful, and one horrible scene. They that you'll never You'll never forget this. I mean, even even just yeah, the scene of like, haha, Matt Mardigan had an affair with a. Married woman and then had to hide it from the husband. It's like, wait a minute. What do you think about that? That's like, they wouldn't put that in a kid's movie now. No. I feel like. Well, it's PG men, different things. You could do coke in a PG movie back then. <laughs> Is that true? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but it feels like you could. They were all doing it anyway. I think they were doing coke and they also wrote PG movies. So I think, I think they, there was more left there. Yeah. A little more laps. Yeah. You kind of, you could kind of see. Subliminally. <laughs> this person gave it a four and a half. Well, that's nice. Was it you? No, it was Mitch T. Huh. Good on you, Mitch. If you're out there, Mitch. This person says it's like a school play with a large budget. That's harsh. Sounds like a play then. I saw someone say that it looked like a film students could do better, and that's absurd. <laughs> no, that's that's not true. Uh, it's just, uh, the 90s retro music is pretty off-putting, totally out of place with the subject matter. Who cares? <laughs> Again, it's only at the end credits, though. It's not throughout yeah. the show, so it doesn't really... Just the very, very end, they say, do something that's kind of weird. This is a wild one. Uh, holy cow, the writers and the characters in writing are bad. You can feel that the writers never left California once in their life. What? What does that even mean? Dude, they didn't travel to these made-up lands. They're made up. <laughs> They've never even been to Galadorn or Tiraz Yeah, they didn't even see it fall. They, they didn't even see the fall of Tiraz they, They've never been beyond the barrier. Where were they when the Westfold fell? In California, probably. <laughs> God. So, that's goofy. I think I would more align with the critics on that one, and that it's just it's fun. It is what it is. Again, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, because we don't have that nostalgia for Willow, I don't have a ton of passion burning in me about it, but mm-hmm. I think it's fun. It's good it's enough. a good time. Yeah. Kept me interested. Like I said, I had a couple genuine chuckles. I was like, this is fun. I'm having it. I'm very much enjoying my time with this. And what else can you ask for, really, out of a TV show? Not much. You know what, Jack? Still better than Halo. So, so Much better than Halo. <laughs> I mean, every day of the week, I'd take this over <laughs> Halo. Are you kidding me? God, I'd watch it a hundred times before watching one Halo episode. And I have. I still never watched those two Halo episodes. I yeah, never saw them. I did. <laughs> And I'm, I'm all the worst. Uh, I think you can probably hashtag out of this oh, yeah. in the end. I think so. Perfect. So as always, thanks so much for listening. Also, the Bills won. They I did it. They won. I forgot to that in the middle of the talking. They did win. They beat the Jets. Uh, if you're waiting for our episode to come out a day after, they won. Oh, that's New York football for you, baby. There's only one New York Triumph team. once again. The, o- the only team from New York yeah. triumphed over a team not from New York. Just remember that today. Yeah. They're from Jersey. No matter what else, no matter what would have come of that game, only one of those teams is in New York, New York. and one of those teams isn't. So, yeah, do with that what you will, you yeah. cowards. <laughs> but as always, in honor of the Bills, oh, thanks so much for listening. On Long Island, you sit in your ivory towers. Your team isn't even from New York. <laughs> Does that mean nothing to you? They're huh? they made their minds to sun this place. You fools! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna use my weapons of my enemy to defeat them. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Just you wait till I get those weapons from my enemy. They're gonna get so defeated. <laughs> wait till my friend. Wait till my. D- wait till my ghost have my dreams. Then you'll see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna burn something for something. Yeah. What is it? Uh, a sunrise. I'll never. I burn my decency for someone else's yeah. future. My ego will never. My my willing. My unwillingness to yield.
the eager that started this fight. <laughs> you don't ever even see the sunlight of gratitude or whatever the hell. <laughs> That's all right. As long as the Bills beat the Jets. Let's go. Anyway, back to the ending. Thanks so much for listening. So as you can find us uh, anywhere you listen to your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know the one. Our, you can find us on Twitter at Jazz. that's ACCATACJAZ, and on Gmail at ACCATACJAZ at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at the Architect Podcast. Our intro was done by friend of the show, Celery Salt. You can find him on Spotify and SoundCloud with uh, some songs and maybe an album. Our logo was done by friend of the show, Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can always find him at inkocean.jpg on Instagram or on Redbubble. And as always, he wrote it. We produced it. We built all the sets. Say good night to people, Zach. Good night. Good night. And Godspeed.